Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the 14th week after Pentecost. This morning, we are going to continue our reading of the gospel that is assigned for the coming weekend. It is a challenging parable that Jesus told, and I would love to hear your reactions and thoughts about it. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 16, beginning this morning at verse 10. Jesus said, Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you who have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Those final words, you cannot serve God and wealth, finally reveal what Jesus is driving at in the parable and what he is teaching his disciples afterwards. And these words also quickly expose our own mixed motives in dealing with money. When money or wealth is our master, then faithfulness will be defined according to the customs and laws and truth of money and wealth. Your financial decisions will be judged as either faithful or true according to the rules that have been set by money and markets. Our success and blessedness will be measured by an increase of money or an increase in wealth, and our failures in foolishness will be marked as and attributed to the mistakes and trespasses against the ways of money. When God is our master, however, faithfulness is judged by the use of money in the love and worship of God and for the love of neighbor. Our financial decisions will ask questions such as, is this pleasing to God? Is this a loving thing to do with my money for the sake of my neighbor? And both our income 
that is where and how we acquire our money, and our spending where and how we use our money, these are all part of our life as children of God. Our success and blessedness will be measured by an increase in God's kingdom, and our failures will be the many ways that we fall short of God's plans and purposes for our lives in this world. When God is our master, we will at times seem to be unfaithful and untrue to money and wealth and its ways. We will sin against it and its laws simply by virtue of generosity. We, when money is our master, we will eventually prove unfaithful, untrue, and untrustworthy to God. Since Jesus' disciples, and that includes us, are more like a tangled mess of loyalties and obligations, this world leaves that word of Jesus leaves us perplexed. So how is it that we live as God's people in a world that loves and worships money, in a world that runs according to the ways of money? And how do we remain faithful to God and make use of money when the world around us strives to be faithful to money itself as it makes use of God? Do you think that the manager of this parable, which I think tells us something about Jesus, might be a way for us to to break free from the power of money in our life too so that we can live for God? Behind all of his shrewd plotting and planning, this manager is actually becoming human, cultivating friendships and relationships with people as people. It is a little step, it is a first step, but might that be where we start to live faithfully following Jesus? We can be loving and kind and generous and forgiving financially generous, financially forgiving, and kind with people and friends who are right here in this community. We can leave the big picture, the big economy, to God and enter wholeheartedly and generously, lovingly into God's little economy right here. Because it is here, on this level and on this scale, that we discover that the kingdom of God is emerging around us. It is here at this scale and on this level, that we find Jesus speaking to us as beloved children of God. It is here, at this level, this relationship between human beings, that God becomes present for us, opens and enters into our world, is steadfast in his love and grace for us, and speaks words that bring us forgiveness in life, words that make us whole. So it is here that we find God with us, here that we find freedom from having to do business as usual. Instead, we are free to love God, to love our neighbor. In Jesus' name, amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we truly thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness and good courage. Hold fast to those things that are good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.